There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Give it to me! Oh, hello everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, enjoyed by us, hopefully also enjoyed by you, where we (laughs) analyze the hottest trends and happenings that we think are a thing by our not yet patented scientific method of going to the store, asking our (laughs) friends, just walking up to schoolyards and looking what kids are wearing. (laughs) Looking on... Google Trends, <laughs> something, something, Instagram. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. I, but I believe it's working. I Taking believe a BuzzFeed quiz that it is working, and you keep showing up. God love you. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. We're glad uh, that we have been keeping the world safe for you talking to young people <laughs> and or <laughs> other trendy folks. Uh, can I can I begin with one I found at the store since we were Please. just talking about this? <laughs> How appropriate. Please do. I was walking through the store. I was looking to buy some San Pellegrino, trying to drink a little more mineral water, you know, have a little, Mm -hmm. you know, fancy sparkly water in my life. And I wanted the the glass bottles uh, because I don't need to add more plastic uh, to the world. So I was like, I'll just get a glass bottle. It's easily recyclable, a little heavier. But then I found the San Pellegrino in a box, like a scotch box. You know how fancy scotch comes in a box? Yeah. Yeah. Or like even like some kind of like <laughs> yeah. some some like fancy wines even, you know, like super cool wines come in mm-hmm. a box. Mm-hmm. There's San Pellegrino in a box. Wait, so you don't drink the San Pellegrino out of the box. You're saying it's the glass bottles inside a, a fancy box? It's a glass bottle of San Pellegrino with a special label on it oh, uh, in a box goodness. like it's a bottle of scotch. Okay, that is hilarious. That's like the new way to fancy up a bottle with more wasteful packaging. Oh my God, I'm so Northern California right now. But like, why do you need to put your glass bottle, which is perfectly portable, in a fancy box? It is a really pretty box, though. There is a photo, which I believe you can see later at our website. It's a mm thing.me. It's a it's a dark blue box with little diamonds that represent the bubbles that are in the San Pellegrino, and they're kind of in the shape of the bottle. Oh, look at well, you! Very well designed. Look at you, design nerd. I love that. It's huh. just the seven hundred fifty milliliters of the normal San Pellegrino. At first, I thought it was, and I actually thought this would have been worse. I thought we were going to be like, it's a special spring fed, you know, from a special <laughs> spring. <laughs> like they were going to try to make it look like the thirty year old bottle of scotch, but water. Uh, thankfully, they they didn't do that. It's just the normal water that you would get, but in a box. I, I mean, <laughs> in a box. <laughs> are you going to give? The, it's like okay. Sometimes you put something in a box because it's going to be a gift, right? Right, and so you it's a it's a gift boxed version of the normal thing, right? Box of chocolates in a fancy box instead of the normal box, sure. But I'm not giving anyone San Pellegrino as a gift. Yeah, no. And it's funny because I'm looking at your picture and it appears to say like anniversary edition. So yes, apparently, yes. 
the the kind of big thing here, big thing idea, is that if you want something to seem fancier, you put it in a fancy cardboard box. You put it in a box. That says anniversary edition. Anniversary edition. Well, that's why I thought, okay, what's the anniversary? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just I mean, fancier are there, looking. Are there Sam Pellegrino collectors who are like, oh, I, I need the anniversary edition box of Sam uh, Pellegrino. Hold, please, while I go I mean, to eBay.com. That one I wouldn't be 100% shocked if it was true. Vintage San Pellegrino. Because <laughs> San Pellegrino right. is definitely all about style. It's pretty much the same water you get in any sparkling water thing and you you know at me it's fine san pellegrino fans (laughs) about why that's not true but it's mostly true uh there are a lot of i will say when you when you look up uh vintage san pellegrino on ebay because that's what we do on this show is ebay stuff live uh there is a magnum glass bottle 100 anniversary commemorative commemorative okay commemorative 18 inch bottle and it has like the cool uh cork stopper $50. $50. Wow. Lots For of posters. Water. Lots of posters. You know, I have to say, there is something really special about San Pellegrino in or outside a box. Like, it does sort of say, and good for you, Tom, for going this route. It does kind of say, I'm very classy. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, uh, I used to take casual carpool a lot. So, casual carpool in the Bay Area, in the San Francisco Bay Area, is this thing where you, like, go to a designated place and it it's for commuters who are crossing the Bay Bridge. So you go to a designated place and you get in a car with some people, which I know sounds crazy, but it worked. It was, you know, pre-planned. I, it was basically it like Uber before there was yep. Uber. <laughs> and you have to be three people to be a carpool over the Bay Bridge. So it wasn't that scary. But I took casual carpool for years. And I will never forget one time getting in a casual carpool with this lady who was driving a Suburban. And she just had that like, I'm a rich lady look. And she was in her huge Suburban. And on her way to work, instead of like some janky, you know, coffee mug or whatever, she was drinking what was clearly like an ice cold, dewy San Pellegrino. And her suburban cup holder was so big that it could accommodate the full size bottle of San Pellegrino. (laughs) And I was just like, that lady degaff. Like that lady (laughs) just does what she wants in life. Does not at all. Her San Pellegrino just told me everything. Yeah. And honestly, I buy the San Pellegrino because it's the same price at my grocery store as pretty much all the others on the shelf, the Perrier and the Evian and all of that. Uh, And I like the design of the bottle better. I'm like, they're all the same, same price. I'm going to pick the one that looks nice. The box. But I didn't buy the box. (laughs) I wonder if the box, I have so many questions about the box. It does look really good. The Um, The box price was, you know, this is funny. I priced it out. The box price was uh four ninety nine. The normal bottle is three ninety nine, which but it was on sale at the time, two bottles for three ninety nine. Okay. The seven the hundred seven hundred fifty. So the box was cheaper. Bottles. So the but no, the box was four ninety nine. The normal price of a regular bottle is three ninety nine. Right. And the regular bottles were on sale. For, oh, the but regular the bottles was were on, on sale. sale. I'm sorry, I thought the box was on sale. Well, that's because the hundred and twenty years. At least an extra dollar for the box. Hundred and twenty years anniversary edition why has uh, san pellegrino been, been in around so long years i'm not sure if i want to drink it i have so many questions about san, Pe- san pellegrino all of a sudden really cool mm-hmm. vintage posters too on ebay just saying yeah Still, oh, oh. i'm drinking san pellegrino right now so i'm not i'm not trying to throw san pellegrino under the bus i'm just not no. sure i need to buy it in a box because it says i do what i want 
San Pellegrino. Um, ironically, my first thing has thirst in the name, mm. <laughs> but unrelated. A San so Pellegrino just, will not quench this kind of thirst. I just learned this amazing phrase, and I see that I put the links in the wrong boxes. So just FYI, click the one below. Um, <laughs> I just learned this phrase, thirst trap. So okay. you have probably heard the phrase thirsty. That guy's so thirsty. Right. Or like all of those 17, those thirsty 17 year old girls like fainted like the fainting goats when Sean Mendes took his shirt off. Because they're so thirsty. I should really probably edit Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thirsty is kid slang these days for horny. And what I discovered is that the kids these days with a mocking tone refer to like an overly sexy Instagram post as a thirst trap. Mm. Like a post on social media whose only purpose is to get attention by looking as like hot as possible. But what I found very hopeful about this, like the reason that I decided it's a thing as opposed to just like a neat urban dictionary phrase is that I kind of love, it's like part of the idea that there's a backlash against everything being too perfect, mm-hmm. which I think you talked about. Um, and it's that there seems to be an equal, I mean, I'm sure that the kids are also thirsty because they're nothing but hormones right now. But I like the idea that they're looking at these, you know, a lot of them are girls. Let's be honest, but some of them are dudes on TikTok and Instagram who are basically just trying to be like super sexy and without substance. And they're like, eh, that's just a thirst trap. Hey, guys, are these shorts too tight? Screw off with your thirst trap. Right. Is the demonstration on Urban Dictionary. On Urban Dictionary. So even Urban Dictionary gets that it is it is a thing to be mocked. And I was like, I find that hopeful, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that, what you mean by that. Where that it's, the youth of it's America, yeah. Self-awareness. Yes, that there's some awareness. And that they're not just like, I love it. Yeah, I'm indeed- not blindly just falling for every, you know, thirst trap on the <laughs> internet. Thank you. Yes, Totally. I mean, look, maybe it's overly hopeful, but no, I, 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 also I think I mean, it's kind of a great, I mean, and literally like my son did that, like we were watching TikToks, one of them came up and it was just, and I was looking at him and I was like, I don't even know what to do with this because it's so inappropriate. And I want to go on like a feminist rant about how girls shouldn't have to do this crap online. And it's not a good, it's not an appropriate way to get attention and blah, blah, blah. And without, he didn't, he wasn't even looking at me and I hadn't even started talking. He just goes, that's just a thirst trap. <laughs> Totally dismissively. And I was like, ah, right. And it kind of takes job. the power out of the problem by saying that, right? It's like, yeah. oh, this is no longer pressure on me to feel like I need to be like that because I now have a label for it that I can dismiss it as like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to get caught up into the thirst trap game. Yep. Yep. I'm, yeah. I'm like, wow. Like it. it feels kind of evolved. That it even exists. Yeah. I, well, this this is my hope. This has always been my hope. And and I, I'm right there with you because I, I don't think you're overselling it as like, and, and therefore we don't have any problems on the internet anymore because oh, people no. call it things, you know, it's not like that. But it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. our hope is that like we're not stuck forever in the conditions we're in. We're always evolving and we will evolve and a way to deal with the problems that are now. And there'll be new problems, of course, but. We're not, we're not always going to be stuck with, 
you know, the the echo box and the applica- amplification and the, you know, and the the social pressures that we see now. I hope not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is I an indication so. of part of that evolution. Right. And I would hope that that's what would happen is that you'd see somebody just sort of thinking like the the best way for me to get attention is like cleavage and giant lips and that a slightly more evolved internet audience. Now, talk to me in like two more years when my son is just like a ball of hormone and we'll see. Mm. Well, but, yeah, but there, there'll be that. That's interesting, too, because what was sexy for your parents <laughs> certainly is not sexy to you. Yes. Usually. Yeah. was sexy leading up to you, you rebel against what was sexy for the previous generation. Totally. And so the thirst trap is feeling a little like that. Like, oh, that's that's what those millennials do. They're gross. I think that's actually really true because they are there is this girl on TikTok now who's just like the hottest thing going. It's a, she's totally mm-hmm. blown up and she like looks very natural. Like she has no makeup on, she just mm-hmm. has sort of like straight hair. It's it's like there's some cleavage but not a ton of it. Like she's very hot. But she's not thirsty trap hot. Like she's not right, showing a ton of right. skin. It probably goes all the way back to like, I don't know, it was like one of our first episodes when I said that modest clothing, modest fashion was becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. she just looks like normal. Yeah. Well, and think about it. When when I was growing up, uh, hippies were not sexy anymore. Right. Oh, it was yeah. like, ooh, gross. Like, you know, put some clothes on. I know, that's on how we got that gross shower. 80s. That, like, we grew right? up with that 80s, 90s style that was so, like, tight clothes. And yeah. Like, yeah. It was like, totally. let's let's take a little pride in how we look, you know, not just fall apart. And now it's funny that you said, like, where we're headed now is back to the natural. Like, let's just be modest. Let's, you know, eh, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Totally. Man, anyway, I'm not falling for that thirst trap. Well, I want to talk about socks. <laughs> Safe socks. Socks is great. <laughs> Let's be socks positive. I'm, I'm socks positive. Dang it. You beat me do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I'm kind of pulling together a few different things here because there's the Bombas socks where they like you. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the, the what's the shoes that do the same thing where you buy a pair of socks and then they'll send socks to somebody who needs Tom's. socks. Yeah. Tom's. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> How did I not remember that name? <laughs> what is it? You're too close Reminds to it, me bro. of something. You're just too what close to it. If only. Yeah. <laughs> but there's the Bombas. There's heart socks is kind of a trend. The the like white socks with little pink heart on them. Of course, oh. now they're now they're kind of venturing out into multiple hearts and stuff. But that's kind of a mini trend. Yeah. Uh, and what I have found by pursuing the sock lead, uh, <laughs> pulling on that thread, if you will, is socks are great gift items now. Interesting. Sob, like, what did you get for Christmas? Socks. Yep. Wah, wah. Uh-uh. Socks are cool to give as gifts. Oh because God. you have all these different really cool, fun socks out there that have holiday designs or, you know, anime figures or they're bombas, so they're socially aware. They're all over the place. I'm looking at the happy socks. The happy, happy socks, socks is another this- one like bombas. It's like totally like hot now. This does make sense. I mean, you know, the startup culture is all about the fancy sock or the the cool looking socks that you can see under your pants. And yeah, I guess right. I'm not surprised, but that isn't. I mean, full disclosure, I am stoked to hear this because two people on my list are getting socks already because right. I was like, oh, these socks are so funny. 
And like 20 years ago, the idea of getting someone socks, even if they were fun, cool socks like this, it'd be like, yep. what are you doing? Like, do you not like them? Why are you getting them? You <laughs> got you them socks? socks? Yeah. And instead I was like, oh, this will be so great. You love yeah, socks. Yeah. And now, no, uh, and now you're, the amazing. people on your list will be excited. They'll be like, oh, these are such cool socks. Like that's total, total culture change. Socks are By the way, guy who's listening right now, it's not you. You're not getting the socks. <laughs> it's someone else. Like right. That. Um, be careful. This is so yeah. I got to say, not only do I totally agree with you that this is a thing and I see how and why it's a thing, I would like to congratulate you because this is an excellent observation. Like, this is totally a thing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Really I was, good I was kind of excited when I when I finally got to the realization because I was looking around for different things and yep. I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm seeing socks everywhere. You are totally right. And this actually makes me feel great about the socks that I purchased. And people are oh, talking about socks too. Like it's coming up in conversations amazing. I'm having. Like I like want to buy all these. There's some really good socks on here too. Right? Insidehook.com. Bombas There's looks fuzzy delightful. socks and ankle socks, but they're all Actually, designs, right? Come to think of it, I've bought three pairs of socks. And I was so I recently took a trip to the nineties, aka Barnes and Noble. Mm. <laughs> which was delightful by the way remember when barnes and noble was like the big evil and now i'm just like never go away barnes and noble i love Isn't you that, that is kind of a sub thing right there is the, re, the the rejuvenation of people's fondness for barnes and noble instead of being the evil bookstore squasher it's like the last of a dying breed it's the last of a dying breed i know you're just like i don't want it to go away i really i was like i've never had a nicer time in a store than barnes and noble i was looking at all the books and then they and they have all these funny little gifts and they had a huge display of reading socks oh, and it wow. worked and i totally yeah. bought a pair yeah, yeah for for christmas for someone else so like but yeah, fuzzy like, comfortable socks for you to yeah. put on while you're sitting there by the fireplace drinking your port yep and i was like yeah. how charming is that reading socks but now i'm thinking oh my god the entire because it was a big display i was like i've never seen reading socks nice at barnes and noble before yeah nailed it you i'm gonna i'm just like pre-calling that you nailed that one Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I, I think there's, there's good, there's, there's good evidence of that out there. So I feel pretty good about this. Thanks. Yeah. Nope. Nailed it. Love it. Um, okay. So my next thing I'm going, I, I admit that I'm going a little double culture, but it wrong came with that. Uh, <laughs> you know, a little bit, but it came up because, uh, that rapper juice world died. Oh at yeah. The age no, of I 21 mm-hmm. and his, I, I think for a while I even had his song lucid dreams in the bullpen, because Lucid Dreams was like a thing. All these people were mm-hmm. remixing it and it was a really big TikTok song and Juice World was, you know, he was like the rapper that everyone listened to. But in conversations about Juice World, so then like I loaded up a playlist of of Juice World and rappers like him. And then in doing so, discovered that this style of rap that's sort of like emotional and singy, like Post Malone, it is a thing. It has a name. It's called emo rap. Oh. Emo rap. Like it's more emotional. In 2018, apparently, emo rap was the fastest growing genre on Spotify. And it's why you had like, actually, what I think is interesting is that the sub thing is that apparently emo rap is fatal because uh, mm. that pork, I mean, so young. So Juice World died. Uh, XX Tentacion was an emo rapper who I think was shot. There was like another one. Meek Mill was sort of in that category. Anyway, like three or four of them have died, which is terrible. Uh, And a little bit of like a dark sub 
theme right. to emo rap. Um, but it's to- but it's like Post Malone, Lil Peep, like, and they're the they're the. I mean, you know, we could play some in post, or we'll have some links. I'll there's a altpress.com has like best emo rappers from 2018. <laughs> um, but it's it's basically like it's nice. Like they have like nice singing and it, there's a lot of feelings and they're kind of sad. Little Uzi Vert is a is a emo rapper. It's moody. It's moody it, rap. It's moody rap. It's rap yeah. with feelings and it's I mean it's so unusual and that's what's I mean it's actually really nice. It's very enjoy. I mean I love Post Malone cuz I'm like a child. Is um, it musically the speaking. Rock of rap. Oh my god. <laughs> it kind of is. I mean, I say that with all respect to the emo rappers out there. Maybe it's yeah. not. I don't mean I, to, you know. <laughs> no, but it kind of is. Step to you or in disrespect. Post Malone as Peter Cetera definitely right? works I for mean, me. That yeah. is hilarious. Ma- hilarious. I'm thinking, I was thinking Doobie Brothers who went from like rockin' to yacht rockin', right? Yeah. This is like going from rapping to emo rapping. Well, like I think it's Deuce World or maybe it's XX Tentacion, but like his first song, I think it's XX Tentacion, which is so hard to say. Tension, intention, maybe. Anyway, he his first song is like completely just terrible rap song, right? It's like ugh, uh, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of words I'm not allowed to say. And mm-hmm. then his later songs are like this sort of acoustic sound. There's like singing. It's about heartbreak. I mean, Post Malone. I think even you said something about Fall Apart earlier, and I was thinking like, oh, I love that Post Malone song. Ooh. I fall apart. I mean, it's like it's feeling stuff, which is so yeah. unlike rap. I mean, there's like feelings, but they're sort of like tough guy feelings. Anyway, Sunflower, emo rap. hit of the year. Sunflower. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I was like kind of thrilled to discover. That's great. That I it has this. a name. And it really is just like it's it's really good music for people who you know, it's like, I want you to go find your relative over the holidays who doesn't like rap music and be like, really? Have you tried emo rap? I'm going to play Lucid Dreams for you, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Juice World. But plagued with plagued with so many of the, you know, I mean, there's still like a lot of the songs are about drugs and all these other things, but it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's so, it's so accessible. I mean, yeah, it's one like, of the Post Malone songs is, is very much about not getting along very well at all with someone <laughs> like i was listening to it one day i was like oh this is a happy little song and then i was listening to the lyrics like no it's not You're like oh it's super duper not turns out yeah yeah anyway emo rap there yeah. you go I if like that shows it. Up this, in a this feels Buzz like a visco quiz. girl that's going to help people like they're going to be able to use emo rap in a situation that people will be surprised and will help them further them in their social life. I think so. Yeah. Cause yeah. it turns out it is really like a powerful and growing subgenre of rap and hip hop. I think you've done the world a service once again, assuming that they don't all die. <laughs> yeah, please. Cause uh, wow. real quickly, I want to follow up. Did you see that Jomo is in a Jack in the box ad? Uh, yep. Speaking of nailed it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at us. It, All right. Yeah. One of the ways we're able to continue to nail it is because of your continued feedback, giving us new things, <laughs> uh, reinforcing the things that we've actually uh, predicted on the show. And uh, Britt wrote in with a podcast thing. Just found the show through the random flubs that Tom has on other shows. I what? think he meant flogs, maybe, not flubs. Uh <laughs> So it's me promoting it's a thing on other shows. So like you accidentally uh, called Daily Tech News Show it's a thing. <laughs> Uh, Welcome have, to damn it. 
<laughs> Oops. Uh, I apologize if this has been covered, says Brit. I still have 22 episodes to go before I'm caught up, so Brit ain't going to hear this anytime soon. Uh, it may be just a very small circle that I'm exposed to, but I've noticed that when people are talking about the podcast, audiobooks, etc., they always tend to mention that they speed they are listening at. I know I do this because when I find a new show, I have to start from the beginning and listen to all 400, 250, et cetera, of the shows that are available, and I don't want it to take forever to catch up. Incidentally, no offense to Brian, but at 1.7 times speed, Molly, Brian, and Veronica Belmont all sound very similar. Oh, <laughs> I think he means Brian Brushwood. <laughs> that hurts. Uh, Thanks for all that both of you do. Uh, hopefully, I will be caught up soon not to not be six months out of date for things in the world. <laughs> um, also, though, that's totally true. That is totally the true. Speed. Like everybody yeah, yeah. listens to podcasts sped up, which mm-hmm. I hadn't. I have never even contemplated doing. I, oh, I, I do it, but I guess I just I, don't listen that often. Or, you know, I if do I'm 2. like point, two point you one, two point one oh x. Gosh, yep. Look, you know your time. Mm-hmm. That is it's amazing. But yeah. Everyone does, and everyone talks about it, and then they're always like, oh, I was shocked that you sound how you sound. Huh. I have this old-fashioned strategy, which I guess is like, I don't have time, so I won't listen. Yeah, I'm a I, fool. I, there are shows that don't make the cut, even at 2X, but it does allow me to to get more shows in. And I use Pocket Casts, and nobody sounds chipmunky. Nobody sounds sped up. They just sound more energetic. Hmm. <laughs> Which actually explains an email I got that was like, yeah, I listen to it at regular speed and you sound really uh-huh. tired. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shannon, our thing spotter galore says, what better way to close out ni- 2019 than declaring the death of Visco Girls as a thing? Per Shannon K, thing update coming in hot from the dance studio. I was just told by a sixth grade girl that the Visco Girl trend is over. <gasps> Scrunchies oh, no. are still okay in your hair, but if you wear them on your wrists, people get mad at you. Oh, wow. I Sixth know. Grade. Sixth grade I mean, is like the crucible fast. for these it kinds of fast. things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ish moves fast in the kid world. I think it's probably over with them. Yeah. The older the older Visco girls are going to be around for a while, but we will not be feeding any new younger Visco girls into the system, it sounds like. But now that it's hit the, the, it makes sense that now that it's hit the mainstream, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Like everybody knows about it. So of course it's over. They've got a whole new thing. (laughs) (laughs) Once we find out. (laughs) Over. Uh, Matthew (laughs) T with the potential thing from the classroom says for most of my life, I've suffered from a medium amount of tripophobia, which is a fear of lots of small, irregularly arrayed objects or holes. If you think you might have it, do not Google it. It's been interesting to see how awareness of this as a thing has evolved in my life. Lifetime. Growing up, I thought I was the only person with this fear or dislike and certainly didn't know it had a name. Gradually, I discovered a few other people with the same aversion and not too many years ago, finally discovered that it was a named and recognized phenomenon, tripophobia. But now it's a thing. How do I know? Because my middle school students know it by name and at least two or three kids in each of my classes have it to one extent or another. I usually find out when I'm showing a David Attenborough video and something like an army ant bivouac appears. Right away, I hear excellent exclamations of dismay my tripophobia this will start a conversation and usually half the class has heard of it already even those that don't have it i'm not sure what's prompted this new awareness but it's fascinating how far it's come have to go thought about the army ants too much and have to go off and shudder and compulsively scratch for a bit oh god (laughs) oh oh lord wow i I, that's amazing and here as i look it up is a story in the washington post 
about how Apple's newest iPhones. I was going to say, yeah, have it was triggered the, people's it was trypophobia. The iPhone 11 that brought it to my attention. I bet it is. Oh my god, that's fascinating, huh? Mm-hmm. And it totally goes with this sort of larger trend of the kids knowing all about their anxiety and their issues and talking about it constantly. Yeah, I mean, that's how I became aware of trypophobia was when that iPhone story came out, but. It sounds like these kids must have known it before then. How would half the class know about it from an iPhone story? That seems too fast. Yeah. Because that thing just came out in the fall. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. Um, let's see. There was a Discord discussion about CBD and per another Jay Martin. My wife and I just found out that her sister and her sister's boyfriend have started giving their 10-year-old anxious dog CBD to calm him down. Mm. I also just heard on the NPR shortwave podcast that the FDA is very concerned about all these CBD products and is trying to tell consumers to be careful because none of it is FDA approved. True. Then Routing Wonk came in with, when I see commercials for that kind of thing, it's always FDA cleared, not approved. My understanding is that 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 means the FDA doesn't consider something like CBD infused hand cream to require approval. It is complicated. But yes, like so many things. Well, I mean, to be honest, though, like the government has blocked literally blocked the funding of any studies into marijuana and CBD and all of those things for decades now. So it's hard Mm -hmm. to know if it's true, if it's, if it's, you know, it's hard to know what to think about the FDA, not necessarily clearing it. It doesn't mean it's ineffective. It just means they haven't even, they don't know. There's not enough. They haven't haven't looked at it. They haven't made a Mm -hmm. decision. Yeah. Uh, SCW Lung from Discord uh, asked if cork related accessories are popping up like popping cork. Get it? Uh, recently he's like, is this going to be a thing? And then linked, uh, to a Google keep cup, which is a cup with a cork thing around the outside. So you won't, don't burn your hand when you put your coffee in it. Huh? This is official Google merchandise for $35. Google. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see the cork, the cork thing coming back around because it goes, Hmm. it goes with the seventies vibe that we were just talking about. Keep an eye on the cork thing. Thank you, uh, SCW Lung. Um, just as a side note, when I looked up trypophobia, I found the subreddit r slash trypophobia, the most common phobia you've never heard of. And I will tell you that if you have it, don't go there. Yes. It's actually marked as not safe for work adult content, probably because it's literally just trying to like mess with these poor people who have trypophobia. Yeah, and don't. I didn't think I had it, but now that I'm looking at these things, I'm like, oh, <laughs> but it'll give sunny. it to you if you don't have it. Well, partly because some of it's just like gross skin, and so, oh god, yeah, okay, Reddit, that's just damn you, that's not damn you, Reddit. Yeah, that's about never go to that. Reddit without proper assurances yeah. ahead of time. Hey, uh, big shout outs to Gabriel Cohen, Mike Akins, and Louis St. Amour, our uh, our shout out level backers from last month. But we're getting, you know, close to the middle of the month. So if you are backing us at the shout out level this month, don't don't fear your shout outs will be coming after January 1st. That's right. And if you don't back us at any level, consider it. Patreon.com slash it's a thing because your support is what keeps this show going. We are almost to our one year anniversary which is so great. And we've wow. hardly taken any shows off, which I have to say is pretty remarkable. Yeah. That's and that is all literally all due to your support. That's yep. it. Thank yep. you. If you Thank weren't you. here, we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't it. be here either. We wouldn't record it anyway. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. Uh, if you want to send us an email. Yep. And we will talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.